Welcome back into Don't Forget the Popcorn, the Dave and Wes movie podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined, as always, by Mr. Wes Ledesma. Wes, we had a week off, uh, an unscheduled week off. We could not make the stars align. The colonels were angry. My dad threatened to uh, you know, slander <laughs> us on Facebook now that he's on there. But hey, we, we apologize to all the listeners out there. We're back at it. How you doing, buddy? Good to be back again, Dave. You know, holiday time. You know, December's rolling around. Schedules are getting a little busier. So, they get uh, busy. I mean, you, you can be running all over the place. You might even forget a kid at home. Uh, it's what happens there in the holidays. A little foreshadowing yeah. for you there. See but, what you did. Uh, we're, we're excited to be back in. You know, if you want to be part of the fun here on the podcast, make sure to follow us along on Michigan Podcasting Network. Also on Twitter, at DFTP Movie Pod. You know, I, what I love about this, we always put out a challenge to the colonels. We asked the colonels for some help to spread the good word, to spread the cheer of Don't Forget the Popcorn, <laughs> and we are never let down. Uh, it was pretty incredible, buddy. We, we put that out, the gift card, the Fandango Challenge. We, we talked about it pre-Thanksgiving, uh, how thankful we are for all of our listeners. We said we wanted to give back. If anybody shared and commented on our, our Facebook page, Michigan Podcasting Network, on the post that we had, or on Twitter, did some retweets, uh, commented on that. We were going to do that. Overall, we had over 30 people uh, to respond to that. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. A great turnout. And I feel like every time we do these gift cards, we have a real good turnout yeah. from the Colonel. So this is awesome. I can't wait to see who we pull from the box here, well, Dave. You look at the analytics of Facebook, which is pretty amazing. With the help of the Colonel's, that post that we had ended up reaching over 4,000 people. Wow. So we're brought into 4,000 you know, people's uh, phones, uh, yeah. however you want to look at yeah. it. Uh, but hopefully those are new listeners. You know, We keep growing our listener base. We're always excited. So it's time there it is. Uh, to give back. If you hear that little, uh, those jingle bells, nope. That's, One uh, kernel getting ready to be popped here. That's huh? all the names put right into a random pink pencil case here <laughs> uh and we're gonna have wes do the drawing and let's see what name right, is drawn Dave. out he's not looking we'll rattling them around here a little bit Let no get, no frozen envelope frozen this is envelope what do we got amazing, here pretty amazing and name. the winner a uh, miss katie leonard katie leonard the the neighbor Across the street, one of our earliest listeners, one of our biggest supporters, one of the few that uh, you know took a picture and tagged herself oh, really? at the Michigan Podcasting Network. So what a great pick. Uh, I feel good about that. She's definitely a, a good listener. She's always shared it out. So really excited to end up getting that uh, gift yeah. card right over to Katie Leonard. So the bad thing here is I can't say it's lost in the mail because they're right across yeah. the street. So I'm like, ah, don't worry, it's coming. That, that gift card yeah, hey, You'll so. know when she listens to this because she'll be knocking on your door great for that pod call, yeah. great call so uh hope to see you around march <laughs> uh so thanks again to everybody so a couple of things a couple of more housekeeping things because we have so much to go oh, yeah. over boy you take one week off and feel like we're backlogged here. we are uh we are gonna be at you next week that's actually gonna be the end of our first season here on don't forget the popcorn we're over a year old now uh we're just learning how to walk around here <laughs> over a year old a big one we got a big one next week we are doing our top five movies of 2019 
I love it. There's so many great ones to pick from. So you, you had the Oscars and all that buzz. Well, we're bringing you the, the Kernels or the Kernies. The well, Kernies. we'll come up with something, <laughs> uh, some some award name uh, here for that. But we're also going to give you, because it seems like we're in John Hughes mode, Yeah. we're going to give you our John Hughes top five. And this is the season, uh, tis the season, we're known for having jolly big guys that are coming around and bringing their presence <laughs> around. Well, you know what? We're bringing our own jolly big guy in. We're bringing in Mr. Pete Remington. Yes, the big man's uh, coming back. If you want to go to the 80s, why not go to a guy that was uh, in high school during them? So, <laughs> well, maybe not high school. but uh, So we're excited. Uh, Mr. Pete Remington, who is now, that's going to be his, what, fourth appearance? Jeez, he might have to get accredited uh, underneath the title here. Yeah. Don't forget the popcorn featuring Pete Remington. There we go. A couple uh, more. Let's not get Yeah, right? Let's not get carried. We'll, 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 he'll be like one of the small, like, we'll put his face on one of the kernels right? in the bucket. You know, we'll do that. We'll, we'll have like Pressure Peters in the background, Red, White, and Bergman. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll have all the, uh, you know, obviously the Ruth Ruffs will be in there uh, as well. So, uh, no, we really appreciate it. We're looking forward to bringing that one. At that point, holiday season, we'll probably take a month off, and then we'll come back in January to start up season two. But, hey, we're, we're here tonight. We're, we'll be here next week. Uh, we'll take the holidays off. We'll give you a, a nice, big, supersized episode, a nice, supersized bucket that you can even hit pause at some point. Yeah. You know, divide it up over the holiday season. It'll be pretty fun uh, to do that. All right. We took a little bit longer off, about three weeks off. We... Did not let the Colonels down. We watched so Man, many movies. Man, we pumped out the movies in Woo! that time, Davey. Yeah. So we're going to get you all caught up because this is a great time to watch movies. The holiday season, there's always good movies that come out of the movie theaters. It's just a chance. I mean, it seems to be a tradition for a lot of families to go to the movie theater. Or even if you're at home, you know, just put on a, a, a nice movie or two. Uh, and boy, I we did not let you down. We, we have some really new ones, some older ones. I want to get started though. Okay, kick I want us to off. throw this at you because you talked about it in our last one. Your glowing review and Kristen's glowing review made me want to watch it, and, and Vicky and I watched it. Instant family, oh, yeah. instant classic. Yeah. I could not agree with you more. I think you gave it three and a half. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Three and a half. The only thing that maybe took it down a little bit is uh, just uh, some of those conflict things they almost made the girl too bratty yeah uh, at points but that's beside the point because it's just good heart rose Byrne, i love wow, her she's yeah. incredible she's so funny and everything vicky said the same thing she loved how funny she is and how sweet she is and just she's great uh just a good family film a lot of good laughs uh i just agree I a lot agree of good that. things that that uh, that dinner scene, the Thanksgiving scene where they're all together, where it's just uh, it's just a really good good things in there. Mark Wahlberg's really funny, and and like you said, sweet and touching at the end. Uh, you know, with with just a good family movie. It's on Hulu right now, streaming. Yep. Check it out. We that's both of us that, and even Kristen's corner. Yeah, even jeez. I think Kristen gave it a four, right? She was right there at a full four bucket. Yeah. So yeah, which I I don't fault. I, I can't quite go that high, but loved it. No, she's Absolutely all over the map with her uh, with her ratings. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. You never know, but I mean, we're not far behind. We're mm -hmm. nipping right at her heels. Yep. So I wanted to touch base on that one uh, because you know you watched that. So yep. what what do you got? Well, let give me a, kick it uh, kick it right back over to Hulu. Actually, 
book smart, Dave. I know you uh, you talked about this. Uh, so I'm gonna ju- no, I did. Yeah. I talked about it in the chat. So oh, I want okay. you to give your review first because I also watched this over break and I, I want I I got things to say. Well, again, streaming on Hulu, and this was uh, you know I took the recommendation for me to give it a go, and I didn't realize Jonah Hill's sister plays the uh, you know the lead role. Name. Wow, and. I'm almost kind of glad I didn't know that until about halfway through the movie because I didn't catch it right away. But as soon as you realize that, you see the similarities, (laughs) you can see it in the face, you can hear it in the wit and the comedy. It is, I really enjoyed it throughout the whole thing. I think it was kind of billed as like the female super bad. I don't know if I would go that far and put it in that category, but it's in the ballpark, Dave. I went with a nice. Nice round three buckets for it. I really recommend this movie. I think it's hilarious. You're looking for a good lighthearted comedy? Jump onto Hulu and grab that. So, yeah, I, I'm I with you. Lighthearted though, maybe. maybe that. No, I, think... I know, no, it's it's definitely raunchy. Yeah, oh, man, raunchy. Um, it is of that Judd Apatow vein, yep. even though he had nothing to do with it. That was Olivia Wilde. Uh, Olivia that. Wilde's yeah. directorial debut, and. She was great. There was some awesome camera yep. work, like the I think of the pool scene and just being underwater and Love how cool that, that yep. was shot, uh, and just even the the Barbie scene where they turned into Barbies. <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, there's some really great <laughs> I things about that scene. Um, and just one of those nights of party, just to give you the premise of what how, this movie is. And then plus Olivia Wilde directing it. You know you're going to get a little cup of Sudeikis. And he and was we, he gave us a whole pot. Just <laughs> incredible. Just incredible. Uh, I love Sudeikis, and he does not disappoint as the principal. Yep. Maybe a guy that I'm not going to model <laughs> my own principal career after uh, with some of the things that were said and done in it. But you know, to let you know what this movie is, it's two girls that are just so driven on things academically. They're just focused on doing all what's right. They want to build resumes or in clubs. They miss out on the party scene. They're not trying to do any part of that. Well, they get to the end of high school and they realize that they've missed out on all these experiences. So they try and cram like all these fun and partying things all in one night. Uh, And as we like to say on this podcast, hijinks ensues. And I'm giving it three and a half buckets because it was so fresh and so funny. And Uh I like the fact a lot of these movies, you kind of see it, the guys. You see the Jonah Hill. You see Michael Sarah. It is a super bad. It's, yep. I liked how like it, it was the girls in this case from the girls' perspective. But it wasn't like, I want to say this is like chick flick or a female movie. Not, because there's still hilarious uh, parts. But I love seeing that perspective. And, I mean, there's just there's great, great scenes, great raunchy scenes. But, I mean, just... I mean, a scene, I'm all, all I'll say is a scene in a taxi cab or an Uber <laughs> driver. Yeah. That's all I want to give well, you that I think steals the movie. Uh, and it's just absolutely hilarious. Well, I even like when she, you know, again, not no spoilers or anything. You know, she has this moment where she's going to kind of Jenga these group of people. Like, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to, and I forget the college that she's going to, you know. I'm going to Harvard. Where are you going? And then, they, you know, the one guy, well, I'm going to Columbia to play, you know, yeah. you know Columbia. I'm going Yale, to Stanford to yeah. play um, Yale. It's like, well, what the heck? You, know? you didn't even go to class. Yeah. And that's when she decided yep. she wanted to go. The realization of, great. my God, you guys. Yeah. So really good, Dave. Yep. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Also on Hulu, easy to stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't watch with the kids like Instant Family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. But that's where we're I, I got a, a quick one here because I know we got a, a couple other ones. Vicky and I popped in Bad Moms. Did you ever see Bad Moms? I haven't actually. That's the uh, uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yeah, yep. Mila Kunis is in it. Uh, Kristen Bell and uh, oh, gosh, what a, I forget. What a cast, yeah, though. it's a great cast. 
And we saw it before. It was really fun. Well, the reason we were watching it is we wanted to watch Bad Moms Christmas. Mm -hmm. And watch Bad Moms, I loved it. It's so funny. However, like I, I only give it two and a half buckets. Still great. And I know people have seen it, so yeah. I'm not going to get crazy with the review. The Christina Applegate character, it's too over-the-top mean. Like, it's too much. Yeah. Like, I'm like, nobody, this this isn't a redeeming God, character. I love Christina the way they played Applegate, it. too. I do, and they, yeah. she was un, not used right. Yeah. Like, it's almost too nasty. Like, what they're, like, I don't know. Like, some of the things that she did, I'm like, this was, she should be in prison for like 40 <laughs> years. This isn't <laughs> wow. just, like, doing whatever it is. Like, this is just, how do you laugh this off? But there's a lot of really funny lines. There's uh, There's a lot of good things. Uh, Bad Mom's Christmas. We started it. We're only about halfway through, and I don't know if we're going to finish it. Yeah, that might be it, huh? Right now, uh, it's a one and a half buckets. It's just not nearly as good as the first. Eight crazy nights, four crazy nights, and you walked away. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll see on that. But I wanted to touch upon those real quick. But I I think we got a couple new ones. I'm going to push it over to you. So a couple that are in theater here. I'm going to kick right off with, you know, we drew Katie Leonard. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh, so, uh, I can... Miss, oh. Mr. Rogers. Man, Dave, went to see this a couple of weeks ago. And you kind of go... I wanted to see it so much. You go in there a little... I went in there you, not really knowing what to expect. You know, I'm watching a Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah. How, you know, how good is this going to be? I absolutely loved it. <laughs> it is an easy three and a half buckets oh, for me. excellent. And to say that, it just hearing that little... And it's just a little piece of... Uh, you know, Fred Rogers there, just yeah. a little story that they they tell him about, you know, just the impact that he has on so many people. And in that little two-hour segment of, of uh, Fred Rogers there, my God, is he the most genuine, nice person that you can ever come across. And who and, better to get to play him? Yes, and then you put Tom Hanks in that role. Yeah. That's a, I think that's a must-see movie, and I think that's a, when that comes out the DVD, that'll be a must-purchase, too. Yeah, I, I know I'm going to purchase it. It's... Katie, my, my daughter Katie, uh, mm-hmm. really wants to go see it. The family does. We just haven't had the chance to go see it. I am I almost was able to sneak it in the other night. I'm like, ah, but they, it was playing at 940. I'm like, that's a, a two-hour movie. It's I'm looking at getting home at midnight. It was a school night. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be able to you know, fit in a trip to make-believe land or whatever it is, uh, whatever the place the trial yeah. goes to. I don't, I don't, I'm not keen on my Rogers, but I, I'm so excited to hear that, especially from you, uh, you know, that isn't necessarily going to see family yeah. movies. Uh, I mean, like, just... It was a solo Rogers. Yeah. Oh, no, no. no I Kristen to see that with Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. And you said she loved it as well. She so. did love it. And it's, you know, I thought I'd be biased because that's, you kind of grow up a little bit oh, with yeah. Mr. Rogers. She's uh she was born in 1990, so it's that wasn't yep. really mo- no. in the forefront of what she had to grow PR, up with. Post Rogers, so yeah, but it held good to three hear. and a half buckets for her too. So, uh, yeah, it's that's really good to hear. You you got one more because I gotta, I do. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna jump right into another one that was in theaters. 21 Bridges with the uh, Black Panther with the Black Panther Jackie himself. Robinson. And this actually let Jerry me let me Bozeman. let me pull up the. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes here, Dave, because your boys, the critics, 50%. So you're like, yeah. But my people, the fans, <laughs> 91% on Rotten there Tomatoes of the fans. And this, and I'm going to, I'm going to carry that right along with them. I went with th- easy three buckets on this one. Great initial robbery scene. I don't want to put it in the heat robbery scene category that would be but yeah that's we're talking a 10 we're, we're right there though with like it wow. you know, like an eight out of ten wow. robbery scene i really loved it 
Hard not to pull for Timmy Riggins in this one if you're a Friday Night Lights fan. Is he the criminal? He is. He is the uh, yeah the the criminal, the Chadwick Boseman there. So going up against Black Panther for him was pretty tough, but great robbery movie, good conspiracy movie, one of those that is going to keep you guessing. Some what good twist, yeah. Yep. What's nice. how is this going to finish up at the end? Highly recommend it. So easy three buckets for me. Oh, that's that's great to hear. Uh, so we also made it to the movie theater as a whole family. We're a full-service podcast yeah. here. Frozen Frozen! Two. We did not let it go. Uh, we we definitely got to the theaters to see it. <laughs> yeah, just got to let it go. Frozen, <laughs> Frozen 1, we've probably seen a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, that came out right at the right time. And honestly, my bucket list movie. I don't know. Yeah, the, the New Year's resolution. New resolution, yeah. Uh, no, no, I, no. Coco is going to be on that. Gotcha. I'm going to force you to watch Coco. That's going to be your New Year's resolution. But Frozen 2... Uh, you're very leery because that first one was, I mean, speaking yeah. kids out of the equation. Like Toy Story it was of incredible. the this it was generation, so would you say? Good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just how great it was. The music was great. I mean, you heard the songs everywhere yet. Uh, the animation, just the storyline was phenomenal. Well, is Frozen 2 going to be a little bit of a letdown? Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Uh, a little bit of a letdown. But with those incredibly sky high expectations i still think it hit the mark yeah. I, i'm giving it a very solid three buckets i'm not going to quite go to the three and a half because there is a little bit of a retread i mean olaf is still funny but he's kind of doing the same type you're of not a jokes. josh gad guy are I'm you a huge gad okay huge gad guy huge gad guy yeah big fan <laughs> of gad uh but i it just they made it fresh enough but it's still very all right here's Here's the huge Elsa song, yep. and here's the oh, and there's the whatever. I mean, it's but that's any sequel. Kids for the loved most it though. Part. The kids loved it. Vicky and I both really liked it. I think Vicky took a ten minute nap in the middle of it, but I mean, it's <laughs> it, it's on brand. Par for the it's Vicky course. Uh, so it's, it's really on brand. <laughs> it, it's a, it was start great. bringing one of those like neck pillows from the airport with Vicky when you go to see a movie <laughs> with her. <laughs> it's good. It's good. What did you think? Oh, all right. Yeah, there and we're up. All right. One well, more popcorn for me. Uh, but great family film. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have probably already seen it. Like a lot of our, our friends with kids, I'm sure they've already made it out. If you haven't, great movie to see around the holidays. Great message. Uh, good stuff all around with that. Uh, I got another one for you. Yeah, fire away. Disney Plus. Christmas the movie gift that keeps on giving. We got in a the new Christmas movie Noel. Uh, okay. Anna Kendrick, Bill Hader, love the cast. Yeah, I've seen that. On cast there. is really really good. Uh, look cute, look funny. I mean, it's Disney Plus, so who cares? Yeah. It's, we're paying for it. Actually, it's free for this year. <laughs> Verizon, thank you to uh, the fine folks at Verizon. Uh, two buckets. Yeah. Give it two buckets. It's it's fine. It's it's what it is. You're not having to go to the movie theater for it. You didn't really pony up any cash for snacks and all of that. It's it's an interesting story. I just, I don't feel like, I liked Anna Kendrick in it. I thought she was great. I think Bill Hader was horribly underused. Yeah. I don't think he was used well at all. Like, you got Bill Hader in and this is how oh, you're I'll using him? A little disappointing there. Uh, the storyline itself I thought was kind of cool, but eh, it was just... It was fine. The kids, the kids liked it. Uh, I wasn't upset that we watched it, but I'll tell you this: this is what I look like. This is what I look for with Christmas movies. Am I going to go back and watch it every year? 
No. No. I, That's I a one it. and done. If the kids have it on, I'll be fine with it. Was it like Jingle All the Way for you? Yeah, it's <laughs> some of those. Yeah, it's like Jingle All the Way. It's uh, well, whatever. I mean, it's there's just certain Deck the Halls that was on the other day, the Danny DeVito, uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, what four? Christmases. I can't believe you called the the roster in that deck the yeah. halls. I can just picture Matthew Broderick. I think tied up in Christmas. It is on the with cover. Danny DeVito <laughs> is right there as well. Uh, so Christmas with the Cranks, those type of movies. It's just a one off. Are we, we are we underselling Jingle All the Way? Is Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think some people love. I think Mike Peters just uh, tweeted us yeah, that he was is a huge Jingle I, All the Way. I don't know if I should have used that as the example. Yeah, I'm, not I a fan. Know. Well, I'll tell you I'll what. Ride for Sinbad. I, don't, I know you will. Jesus. Maybe the only season ticket holder to Sinbad. Uh, well, big first kid fan over here. Uh, I think I've only seen Jingle All the Way once, so I, that would be in my one and done <laughs> category. Uh, so that was it for Noel. But do you have any others before we I get got to it. the big main event? I got a few here. Let right. me. Uh, Let's get to the, rapid, we'll rapid get to the main event. Yep, not uh, this the one, Irishman, yeah. right? Yep. We're going to save the Irishman for last. All right. You, okay. you give, me, give me your other ones you saw. So another theater one, Dave. Knives Out, and I'm really looking forward to this one. <laughs> so Knives Out, and it's uh, another solo movie viewing, and this one had the, I heard it was kind of similar to the movie Clue. It's got Daniel Craig in it. Great cast, and that was one of the first things that drew me to it. So you're going to have Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Mr. Don Johnson. So deep cast, and what we're doing here is, it's a murder mystery type movie. So there's, you're going into this, you know that something has taken place as far as a murder, and now you got they're bringing in the detective, Daniel Craig, is trying to figure it out. Who, who better than James Bond? Exactly, right? Perfectly cast for that. But the best thing about it is how they, he kind of individually interrogates each person. I don't want to give too much of a way, but I like how it timeline jumps. One person gives their account of the story, and you're what? like, oh, okay, that makes sense talks to the next person and it's a completely different oh. tale of the story and then you also you kind of hear from the other person's perspective there but i really liked it i don't know if you've seen the movie sherlock holmes yeah uh, oh yeah very sherlock holmes-esque with the nice. way it was shot so this one huge score on rotten tomato here 97 from your boys the critics that's not 92 percent for my people split. I'm going in easy three and a half buckets. This was an awesome movie, and I really went in there wow. not thinking I was going to, you know, just one of those, let's you pass the fresh, time. You had no idea what you were had seeing. had no right? idea what Sometimes I was getting into. Because even the trailer on it doesn't give you a whole lot of what it's, in fact, yeah. I probably gave you more information there, or maybe too much, than what the trailer gives out, but highly awesome. recommend that movie. Yeah, that's I've been hearing, and you kind of see, I love that when you get those word-of-mouth movies that always stay, mm -hmm. like you look at the box office, this just keeps doing great box office because of that it gave me a new appreciation for daniel craig that you know you always see him oh, in the yeah. bond movies and you forget how good of an you really is. do because he killed it in this one and uh the next one i'm going to give at you real quick a netflix movie marriage story a lot of buzz there, a lot of buzz this is going to win oscars uh i think they're saying adam driver has a very good shot at best actor this has a shot at best original screenplay they're talking Noah Baumbach, could be best director. I mean, this is going to be all over the Oscars. I cannot wait to hear your review on wow, it. Wow, I can't believe it's getting that much buzz. Tons of buzz. Because uh, apparently Dresden. I am not one of the Oscar voters. Because I came in at one and a half buckets, Dave. Whoa! I couldn't finish the movie. Great cast. Just uh, let me throw a few headliners at you. Obviously, Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, uh, and like you said, uh, Laura Dern. 
But a marriage story, it's, it just was super frustrating for me showing the process of divorce. It got, I just didn't like it. I didn't like the way it too was tense. going. Too, it was too tense. I, it just, I couldn't imagine going through this process yeah. and the way they kind of, uh, you know, outline it in this, it just gets really frustrating, and I didn't, I didn't care for it. Boy, I'm trying to. No, I know what you're saying. I, I think it's really hard to watch a movie like that. I mean, you you want to enjoy your movie yeah. experience, not kind of be like, man, this is why. Oh, well, and one thing I don't like watching the uh, kind of preview of it. I guess I didn't realize this was what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a oh, nice, oh, happy God. Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, oh, good. family show. And Kylo like, Ren right, deserves a break. Love both these actors. Like, why, why is she doing this to Kylo Ren? She's going to take half the, you know, half the force? <laughs> so one and a half buckets for me. That's all I can do for that. I, he's left with a, a modded out lightsaber. Right? He's got to cobble it together. Half a saber? You know, I can't. But I can't wait to hear, for somebody else to get uh, get a watch in this and just maybe tell me where I'm wrong or what I'm missing in this uh, This will be in my Roma category. Yeah. If you remember from last year around Oscars, I'll watch every Best Picture winner, and I have uh, for the last 20-some years. Uh, so this, years. this take home? If it wins Best Picture, I'm yeah. watching it. I'm going to avoid it. I don't... I don't want to watch a movie about divorce. I've already yeah. seen Kramer versus Kramer. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't need another one. And that's what it's being compared to. I know the the performances are supposed to be great. And if Adam Driver wins a Best Actor, maybe I check it out. But I, well, stuff I don't know. Like I'm that. never like, going to be in the right mindset to the, watch it. You liked the the breakup because it was funny, super funny. Yeah. So you can you can even that I struggle. You can with. get past you know, and that yeah, it was, and it's that tink, kind of stuff. Tink and yeah, tink and that tink, kind tink. of like tense relationship stuff. But there's no comedy. It's just all like, yeah. oh god, no, that's, that's what I've heard. Oh, it, that's tough. But so, yeah, yeah. I, I'm probably with you, even though I haven't seen it. I can just see appreciating it, knowing the performances are great, and maybe yes. that's where. They did their job. Maybe you weren't supposed to enjoy it. Like maybe they're, yeah. they're doing such a good job because, like, man, I hated watching this. And uh, uh, but I already watched it. Both you and I got in what would be one of the biggest movies to hit theaters. Martin Scorsese's epic mobster, teamster, whatever you want to yeah. say, movie, The Irishman. Uh, I Al felt Pacino. like we were going to play a trailer there. Yeah. Boy, Al Pacino, nice intro. Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci is back. More to hear from him later. Yeah. Uh, you know, Martin Scorsese just getting back into the, the mafia and looking at that. Uh, let me get your thoughts first. Where are you at? Long one. Had no problem with the length. And I know that's a lot of... A lot of first things that people say about it was too long, too yeah. long. Yeah, I had no problem with it. I think you mentioned it to me. It it went by really fast. Absolutely. Like I was so I was so engulfed into the movie that it 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 went by really good for me. I thought it had a good flow. Right in that same, uh, you know, Casino Goodfellas. Yeah. You had that you had that vibe. You had that feeling. Good soundtrack, cool shot. Great shots. soundtrack. Yeah. Yes, and I thought every single one of the. Uh, you know, bringing the gang back together. My God, I thought they brought it. Like they, it, it's like they, you know, coming out of the bullpen for Scorsese one more time. They're giving you a hundred miles an hour. I, I thought they really delivered. I'm, there's a couple things that you can oh, probably nitpick up. About. Al Pacino hasn't been good in forever. It's been a while. Two decades. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I can't remember the last Al Pacino movie that I like or his any given Sunday might be. Yeah. It. That might be his last like really good performance. Uh, Kind of the same with De Niro. 
Like, De Niro's had a couple of blips. Like, De Niro had a really good, um, I liked him in Silver Linings playbook. But you think of De Niro, he hasn't really done much of anything. Almost dirty grandpa and more to comedy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, obviously the beloved, the beloved Meet the Parents series. Well, though. absolutely. It's uh, it's a, a big, pod it's favorite. It's a big movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and then Joe Pesci, coming out of nowhere, uh, hasn't uh, basically retired from acting. They begged him. Was Pesci the best one in this? That's what I was just going to ask. Who is the best? Yes. I liked. I couldn't Joe. believe how well he was. And the reason why is because he's so different than what yeah. you expect from Pesci. He was so good. He was yep. just so good. You're used to good. Tommy. You're used to the the really abrasive yeah, in oh your God. face Pesci. The really Home Alone Pesci that yep. we're going to be talking about. And he, he was so understated. And I don't want to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is the restaurant scene with him and Frank uh, at the Howard Johnson's. I mean, that was just so good. Uh, and that's all I want to say because I don't want to ruin anything um, if you haven't seen it. But where, where do you land with your uh, buckets? And it, I w- I'm going to give it another watch. There's no doubt about it. I feel like just it's a Scorsese. You feel like I got to. Yeah. There's always oh. going to be. He's so detailed yes. with the storytelling. It's like a t- Tarantino yeah. type. So you want to you want to go back over it again. And that was actually before I get into the buckets. That was one of the things I liked about the length. This story has so much detail. Yeah. Tell it, show yeah. it, show it to me. Give me every little bit. I came in on three buckets. I couldn't go mm. quite three and a half, and I feel like that's why I want to get the second viewing in to see if I can, if it can go, you know, a little higher. Because I don't think I felt that the way about Casino and Goodfellas yeah. the very first time. They just had that that uh, that long standing right you know, staying power yeah. with me right away. So Irishman, easy three buckets for me. I went three and a half. Uh, I dinged it a little bit. For, like, the length didn't bother me, but I do wonder if he could have trimmed at least 10 minutes. I mean, it is three hours and 40 minutes yeah. long, which I, I got a perfect day. It was my yep. day off right before Thanksgiving. The girls had a half day. So when I sent them to school at 6.30, I just stayed awake, put on an extra yeah. pot of coffee, and uh, yeah. away we go. Shut the ring doorbell off so there's yeah. no disturbances. No, no, no. Right? Yeah. Uh, my issue as well, I thought the de-aging was pretty good mm-hmm. overall. I got used to it after... Like it, but it did still look a little weird. Like the eyes, it's almost that Polar Express, like that uh-huh. uncanny valley is what they call it. And then, I mean, you got like 70, old, upper 70s, How even old early is De Niro? 80s. I think they're in their upper 70s, like 78-year-old man, like trying to like kick and break the bones of somebody. And it just... You couldn't have brought in somebody in there to... Yeah. That's, I, I know a senior talking about, and that's probably the only one that I would really had a problem with that was... Put throw somebody else. You know, get, give me a back shot of yeah. uh, you know yeah. De Niro doing his thing. And those are nitpicks. Like that doesn't ruin the movie by any stretch of the imagination. The storyline's incredible. Everything else that you already mentioned, yeah. I put it at three and a half because I mean it's Scorsese mm-hmm. at his best. This has a very good chance of winning Best yeah. Picture this year. Uh, I think Pesci is almost a shoe in. The only thing is, like Pesci and. Um, Pacino are probably both going to get nominated for supporting Just actor. Taking some votes, they're going to split yeah. the votes, and the talk is Brad Pitt's going to come right up the middle lane. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood. As well, he I should. Know. So Pacino was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, very small, that. small bit part in that. So there we go. We I told you that's a ton of recent reviews. We were off for a while, uh, but got you caught up on that. 
All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the main event. The reason that so many of you colonels are here, we teased it before. Uh, we are giving the bucket list treatment to a holiday classic, one of our favorites, none other than Home Alone. Where are you going? We're going to miss the plane. When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation. Did we miss the plane? No, you just made it. Yeah. They forgot one small thing. Have yourself. I have a terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Kevin! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus and his elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Mark. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Take your shoes off. Why are you dressed like a chicken? Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Directed by Chris Columbus, coming November 16th. Uh, I mean, it's you're going to get quotes galore out of us. You're going to get so much. I mean, this is, when we sat down and talked about it, this is funny because we're at the one-year anniversary here on DFTP. About a year ago, with Mr. Justin saying yep. here, we did our top five Christmas movies. We basically took Home Alone out of the equation because I think we both said it was going to be yep, our number one. Yeah, that was going to be our one. So we took it out, but what we did is we did our first ever that recast. The, that was the birth of the recast, And we loved it? it so much. We're like, nope, there's a new yeah. segment. And obviously now we've done it and all that. that. We'll get into what we recasted there because we ended up recasting all new characters. Yeah, you got to uh, expand the cast here. Because it is a great cast. Uh, so obviously this is one that we both love. Let's get it started. What to you makes this an absolute classic? And I was kicking, kicking this question around for a while because there's so many different ways that you can go with you know, what makes it a classic for me. And I'm always going to come back to the nostalgia aspect. When I first seen it, you're Kevin's age, dang near. So you're putting yourself directly in this situation. And that's what made it so fun because you're like, yeah, all right. You know, it almost gave you, this might be ridiculous to say that little bit of a, like, all right, if I'm home, I could probably, you know, I got the Ninja Turtles up here. I got some cars. We can, we can make this happen if anything came up. So, you immediately loved it as a kid then, and then 
you know, everybody loves Christmas, so it's just it's just oozing with Christmas. And I think one of the docs that we uh, we watched out there, they they're decorating the house, and everything in the house red is and red green. and green. So this it's got Christmas coming out the pores. It's got that nostalgia in it. And uh, you know, I'm gonna leave a, a lot of the score talk up to you, but boy, Johnny the score Williams. in this, yeah, JW at it again. It just tugs at the heartstrings with the hitting the the perfect sounds at the perfect time. Uh, you hit it exactly right when we watch it. Nostalgia is part of it, and that's where I wonder: are, are we biased because of looking yeah. at that? But one of my favorite moments as a parent was the first time that I got to... That little (laughs) tear, that one single tear goes down the cheap. Funny (laughs) guy. Uh, When with my my two daughters, the first time that they got to watch it, it's almost like I'm like Clark Griswold up in the attic. (laughs) Christmas (laughs) is the time of year. Uh, I'm just like watching the girls watch the movie and watching them laugh. Their faces light up, and now it has become a McPeak. That church orchestra is faintly playing in the background yes. while you're watching oh. them. <laughs> uh, it's become a McPeak family tradition to watch. Uh, it, it gets our Christmas movie season started. We have a strict no Christmas movies before Thanksgiving yep. policy. So Thanksgiving night, we watch Home Alone. Uh, it's become the new tradition. I absolutely love it, and it's just so much fun uh, to, to watch Home Alone together. And that's they love it. So that's they absolutely you, that's love it. Huge. My kids love it. So I mean, that's how I know it holds up, and it does. There really isn't. There is there some technology things now that would need to be updated. Yes, because what? I I would what use my mean? I'd use my Amazon Echo just to drop in. Oh yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's hey a Kev. Good point. That's uh, a good point. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, we forgot you. Yeah, we forgot you. Or we'll, uh... you just go to your camera that's up, your Nest camera. <laughs> that's a good like, uh, Watch the cats. Like, oh, crap. We left Kevin. Yeah, we left Kevin. <laughs> so, like, technology-wise, Kevin. you're updated. And, I mean, you're going to be able to Skype it. Yeah, you're you're going to have point. technology. So, you'd have to figure out a new way that it would work. But, regardless, that, that stuff doesn't matter. It's still, I mean, clearly a kind of a, a fantastical type of premise. But, I think kind of realistic how they would have forgot him in the yeah. hustle and bustle of I, what would have happened. Absolutely, especially like when you when you break down that whole beginning rushing sequence. She's counting Run, the kids, uh, and you got that kid that was asking Buzz. all the questions yeah. in there gets gets tapped on the head. Gee, I don't know, Thinking, kid. Right? <laughs> what she you know? Five kids, six parents, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yes. You know, <laughs> uh, it's it does hold up. I think. In almost every single aspect that you look at, I think what makes yeah, it a classic. Great. I've never even thought about the the how technology yeah. would take this right out of there. I guess that's how so much you get immersed into this. Oh, where you're absolutely! Just like, yeah, you're not even thinking about anything yeah. else. <laughs> no, it, it definitely is that part of it. I think the performances mm-hmm. are timeless. I mean, it clearly made a megastar out of Macaulay Culkin, which too much because he yep. like ended up falling all. all but anyways, uh, well, he's back uh, now. He's doing better. Uh, and it just made a, a, a good huge star out of him. Uh, a, a great sequel, I think. A, a very solid sequel that it led to with Home Alone 2. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it holds up. It does ooze Christmas. I would argue 
Die Hard's more of a Christmas movie than this, but uh, no, I'm just, just because kidding. of the oozing that does ooze right. uh, some Christmas. Uh, but no, it, it does. It's clearly centered around Christmas, a great Christmas message of family mm-hmm. and how much family truly does mean. Uh, you have the great yeah, soundtrack. I don't want Chris. I don't want presents sport. or anything. I just, just want my family. And if you got time, Uncle Frank. <laughs> oh, nothing better. Uh, and that's it too. Like how many lines? I, I, I'm not lying. A little one-off. So yeah. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, our favorite line, we're going to give nominations. We're going to get right... Actually, I don't even want to give nominations. No. I want to get right to our favorite line because I know you'll steal it. We'll do nominations for favorite scene. <laughs> uh, but favorite line, I've never had... Well, a, I like that you're just jumping right into it, not giving me a chance to steal it. Uh, no, 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 no. No, you're going to get it. I'm just <laughs> setting it up. I was just going to say, I've never had a harder time picking a yeah. line because... I'm not lying, man. I use a line from Home Alone almost daily, at least weekly. Yeah. I can I can say without a shadow of a doubt, I use some stupid line from Home Alone once a week. It's so ingrained in <laughs> yeah. my memory. I mean, think of like even in our Madden chat that we have, we how many times is Buzz's girlfriend woof uh, or any like random lines thrown in there? Ah, oh, did I find his girlfriend? <laughs> right. Hey, Wes, let's get your line. Yeah, you so <laughs> oh, good. I love it, love it. So. I'm going to carry it right on there. The line of the movie for me. And it's because of what you were just going with there. I stole your thunder. I'm sorry. No, not at all. I'm going chalk here. A lot of times I try to dig out something that maybe... It's just something, this is uh, for sure, something that you lose and use in a daily process. I feel like, you know, anything, woof. Uh, you know, Cliff, your golf shot, woof. <laughs> <laughs> so Buzz, your girlfriend, woof, to me, is the favorite quote The face the he movie. makes, yeah. the, the picture of the, like the face <laughs> right. of the Buzz's girlfriend, and then the just throwing everything. of the picture, and you hear yep. the picture shatter in the background. <laughs> uh, I could not agree more with that pick uh, i think it's fantastic uh it definitely would have been on my short list my number one is such a random yeah. eh, it's not a random but i the more i thought about it, i'm like what line would i go with you know uh hey herb uh we need to check on a toothbrush up here uh or you know, there's just so many random and that's what it comes to because I, the I little jerk is armed <laughs> He smashed his face with an iron. Uh, you know, whatever. You go with so many Harry and Marv lines. You can find so many different things. The, uh, you know, the little army men. I was like, oh, I got a coupon for that. Uh, whatever Imagine you take be. your shoes off. You dress like a chicken. Yeah, oh, nothing better. So many good lines. I always come back to this one, though, because I use it. I used it today. I use it <laughs> all the time. I use it nonstop. Look what you did, you little jerk. I think of everything that goes around that because of the moment that it happens. Poor Cece. Everything that happens. I will. Like, anytime something happens, like, Charlie, look what you did, you little jerk. Uh, Usually in jest. Because they see it. They know what it is. Usually in jest. Usually. Usually. It might be sometimes I actually do mean it. Uh, But I I absolutely love that line because of when it's delivered, it sets the tone for... Kevin just, like, it goes, ah, I just, I love it, I love it. And one of the more missed shots of the movie, I think, happened right there. I mean, we talked about watching this movie every year for Christmas. Yes. 
I have 100% watched this movie at least once a year uh, yeah. since it came out, Agreed. I would say. I'm saying about... And I just seen that... Uh, in this past viewing? That Yeah. No, not in even this past viewing. This, uh, like, an internet screen grab oh that I had to go God. back to, to watch to Seriously? see if it was actually That's there. That's crazy. And it's, uh, if I can, uh, you know, map this out for you, it's where yep. the, you know, Kevin and Buzz are arguing them over the cheese pizza. Yep. Buzz fakes Give like he's going to pu- puke it up for him. And they knock over the pop, and they knock over the milk. They spill the milk and pop on Kevin's plane ticket, which when they're wiping stuff up with all the napkins, Kevin's plane ticket is grabbed, thrown away, and put in the trash. And there's a quick little camera shot of of the ticket that says Kevin on top. My mind was blown when I seen that. I mean, 20 plus years of watching this movie. In fairness, I only picked it up about four or five years ago. And it's funny because Vicky, when we watched it this time, I, I know we had this conversation, me and her last year, but she's like, did you did you see that ticket? Like, she said the same thing. Like, she just felt like that was the first time that yeah. she noticed it. But, uh, yeah, it's such, such a cool attention it. to detail. Just, exa- it stole the words right out of my mouth. I love when movies do it. Because you, you didn't need to have that in no. there. You didn't need the ticket in there. You didn't need any of that. But that, you know what, throw that in there. Because that's... it. It's part of it, and it just, you're right, that attention to detail is what makes this so great. And what's really cool about it is it makes it more realistic of how they would have forgot about him, because they're not like, hey, wait, Kevin's ticket. Yeah, where's Kevin? Because people probably ask that question all the time. It's like, well, didn't he have an extra ticket? Uh, Of how, wouldn't that have thrown things off about whatever it was? It just, it would have been a salty scene for me, to be honest with you. Like, come on, where's the extra ticket then? Right there. No ticket. Uh, Johnny Hughes answered it for us. It is. So that's a really that's a really cool part, which is part of that scene, uh, which we could get to. Honorable mention, favorite lines? Oh, a couple of these. I, I threw down the little jerk is armed already. But also, and this is a, a scene, but a line that always stood out for me. And again, this is putting myself in little Kevin's shoes. Bless this highly <laughs> nutritious, microwavable macaroni and cheese dinner and the people who sold it sold it on sale. Amen. I just love the on sale. Yeah. I have a coupon for that. Well, the, bless this highly <laughs> nutritious, to be yeah. honest, just a stack of mac and cheese. That, that'll that be a salty scene for me. Take a bite. Finish yes! it up. I it agree. Looks delicious. It looks you got, fantastic. You got a mound of mac and cheese just steaming. It always looking delicious. Like, yeah. Take a bite, Kevin. Like the crystal stemware. He's got it on a oh. nice plate. Candles are lit. Every time I see that, I'm like, ah, I wonder if we got any mac in there. Some Velveeta shells and cheese or something. I'm ready for a bowl. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe none, none of us said this one. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Uh, you get that Are the one. angels with filthy souls? Get your yellow, rotten, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. So I have to give full credit to Vicky. We were once at... We she said once, this to you? We were once at Olive Garden, and uh, I believe we were doing uh, breadsticks. I think it was Charlie was a baby at the time. And then uh, Vicky looks at her and goes, hey... Let, you better be quiet before we pump your guts full of bread. And I lost it. That's oh, where I'm like, oh, soulmates. My. Soulmates. <laughs> oh, that's. And I'm losing yeah, it. So, I feel like <laughs> I can just picture you <laughs> cheeseburger Eddie at the table. It was. Pump your guts full of bread. Because I'm like, and it fits. And we yeah. want to try and keep her quiet, get her to stop crying. You better knock off that crime before we pump your guts full of bread. Oh, just a hats off. So, any of that, yeah. like, you think of that segment. Uh, 
I mean, it's just, oh, man, there's so many lines. Snakes. Snakes. I don't know no snakes. He sounded like a snakes. <laughs> uh, another Uncle Frank line, one of my favorites that I use all the time. Uh, this is this is real Christmas. This is real Christmas. Put, put it in your purse. Put it put in your in purse. purse. Uh, the put it in your purse line comes up for me all the time. Fill it up. Fill it up. Fill it up. Fill up, please. Thank you. Uh, another Uncle, Uncle Frank is the worst. Another <laughs> Uncle Frank. He is the worst. Another Uncle Frank line, though, for me is the horrible. Horrible. It's just horrible. Uh, that, when they're talking about leaving him behind and he's all trying to act like he cares. Horrible. Horrible. The, the uh, Right in the beginning, too. I mean, this isn't a line, just a, another one-off of Uncle Frank. Yeah, only traveler's checks. And then a little comment by uh, Kevin's dad. And the traveler's checks probably won't work in Europe, either. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. fully aware of the cheapness of Cheap Frank. It's, it, it, yeah, it, that, that's another good line. That's good. And then, obviously, we've named a segment after it. Uh, there it is, Mav. Oh, the, the silver tuna. That's the one. <laughs> I can't believe it took us so long to get to the silver tuna. Good call. And there's millions of lines that we're forgetting. I, I mean, it's just, you could just pick that apart where there's so many great Heck lines. Yeah, throw out some ones that we uh, we forgot because yeah, I guarantee there's some other favorites. Well, I, I'm going to have to give one more because I think Vicky and I, once again, it's a joke every time. Uh, so I said, well, what, else, what do we have to get? I don't know. I got the milk, eggs, and fabric softener. <laughs> uh, I give her the milk, eggs, and fabric yeah, softener all the time. Milk, eggs, and fabric softener. She sets me up for it once a, almost all the time, and it'll be like, do we forget anything? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I I got the milk, eggs, and fabric softener. It's, <laughs> I drop it every time, every time. Oh. So it's... Vicky probably hates fabric softener by now. We, yeah. we don't need any more fabric uh, softener, Dave. Uh, we haven't even brought up the John Candy lines, the polka, polka, polka. I mean, it's you get the point. I mean, oh, we could right. keep going on. But that's what I think makes this movie yep. so great is is all of the quotable lines. Clearly, we've watched it one too many times. Oh, God. I mean, this is right up there with it. Fave scene. What's your favorite scene? Let's throw some nominees yeah, out there. Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, right. Uh, scene one and the ending scene. So everything right in between there, Dave, is yeah. what I got. So uh, let me throw the first uh, first nominee out there. How about Kevin shopping for the kids? You know, yeah. he's, he's, as he's uh, you know checking out in the checkout line with the uh, with the army guys. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna nominate that scene. What uh, what do you got for me here? I I really struggle. Let's go back and forth with the nominees. I know I. I... I'm going to try and go a little off the beaten path with it. I really enjoyed the church scene uh, with old mm. Salty McGee, the old man. He finally gets it, and then he's <gasps> but then he's like, you know, you don't have to be scared of me. I, I, you can say hello. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever he said. And then it's... Uh, um, kind of sound like Moonlight Graham. It is, it is, <laughs> it is, it is a little bit of Moonlight Graham. Yeah, I got to go see about some salt. Uh <laughs> But it's definitely a very touching scene where they kind of become friends uh, and you learn a little bit, but you get that really heart. It sets up the end. It sets up yep. where he's like, well, why don't you just call? Uh, well, it's a little bit more complicated like that. Well, no, it's not. It's your son. It's like Kevin's giving out uh -huh. sage advice. I love that very touching scene. You got the choir singing beautifully in the oh, background. That is a so that, that's a yep. nominee that, that's on the list. We'll see if it makes the cut. What else you got? Well, I'm going to go with the, uh, I called it, I made my family disappear yes. montage. Yes. So we're getting the, he just realizes it. You know, he does the little eyebrow wiggle at the camera. 
we're getting them sledding down the stairs, you know, jumping. I'm, I'm eating rubbish. And <laughs> better come out and pound me. Come out and pound me. That whole sequence right there, because you just, especially as you just feel the unbridled joy of a little yeah. bit, that little bit of freedom. You got the house to yourself. You can do whatever you want, and you all the little things you probably wanted to do, you know, especially sliding out the door <laughs> that you want to do when the kids aren't or the parents aren't home is all in that scene and I really like that little montage. Yeah, it's I like the I mean it's tough because it, the the scenes are I feel like it all does yeah, combine so much. I mean clearly a lot of the hijinks of the house. Mm-hmm. I mean there's so many funny parts and this is another this is another uh how I it factors into my. How many times do you go up to a doorknob and do the t- the, the, the tap, yep. <laughs> uh as you tap it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, doing that, or uh, how the as he's like sliding off the steps and and just doing all these other things, which I gained a whole new appreciation for watching the um, Netflix. So you're gonna hear us refer to this. So I want to tell you what it is. Uh, the movies that made us. A uh, big shout out to Papa Dot Ben David. Uh, told us about this Netflix yeah. show and. Perfectly enough, there was one about an episode about Home Alone. It's so cool. It reminds me of like a VH1 pop-up yep. video or Ooh, Best good, Week yeah. Ever, like kind of good a breakdown call. of that. It's so cool of the behind the scenes. They showed the stuntmen and how they were. I mean, these look like they hurt so much because these stuntmen are taking he was the falls, throwing himself on the concrete. They were nervous, like yeah. they were like, "Oh my god!" And the stuntmen obviously yeah. loved it and like doing it. But man, that's it's, a that's a must watch. I agree. It, you know, the Netflix, the movie who made us the Home yeah. Alone one. It, it's so good with that. So I really like, I like the beginning parts of when mm-hmm. they're trying to get into the house. The Harry, I'm coming, I'm coming in. in. Uh, <laughs> all those different parts. It, the, the beginnings of them trying to get in the house and the, the hello, Ba-ding! the little, you know, like he's yeah. a little jerk his arm, jerk his arm. Uh, the, and then when uh, obviously uh, Harry gets shot in the crotch, the, the, they had to make up the Pesci, Pesci, Pesci language. Pesci, 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 Pesci. Uh, so all that's uh, swearing in the world of John Hughes right there. It is. It is. And the other scene, the last one I'm going to throw at you. The spider being placed on Marv's face, <laughs> and the scream that ensues. The, the because <laughs> I am sorry. I'm sorry for the spike. I try to back away from the mic, so I'll turn the dial tone up yeah, for that. In the movie, it's that loud. It. <laughs> if that is not a spot on reaction that I think I would have if you put a dang tarantula on oh. me. I don't know what it is, but I absolutely love that scene. It it, it drops me. It, it gets me I every agree. time. It's every hilarious. Marv. Uh, Marv, what are you doing, Marv? 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 It's just a, and then when Harry gets up and just yeah, beats the jerk. crap out of it. <laughs> How oh. do you like it? Yeah, jerk. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a, that's a heck of a pick. That's a heck of a pick. Uh... So I think favorite scene for me, like, well, no, you go first. You just gave your nominees. We I'm, all gave our nominees. I'm going with the last one, the spider yeah. on Marv's face scene. That is going to be my favorite scene in the movie. And like I just mentioned, it. I look forward to that. I know it's coming. You know he's going to lose it in the scream, and I, it gets me every time. So that's, to me, that's going to be the one for me. Yeah. That's going to be the silver tuna, Marv. I, I cheated here. I cheated. I didn't even talk about what my nomination. Yeah, was. you didn't. Well, you don't want to get off. stolen. 
because it's such an iconic scene when Amazon had their and I can't say the word because I have one down here uh, when they oh, had their yeah. echoes uh, not the a word um, when they had that echo commercial if you remember from last year they did mm-hmm. the home alone or maybe it was Google Nest it was one of the two it's Google Home when they did the Home Alone reboot, where it was Macaulay. Yeah, heck, people thought they were doing a remake after that commercial. It was great. Commercial. It was awesome. Well, one of the linchpin moments of that was the scene when Harry and Marv were like, well, let's come back around 9 o'clock and see if anybody's home. And Kevin rushes home, and it's rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday. And you got Michael yeah, Jordan, Michael Jordan his way around. gambling somewhere in it's there, just, yeah. <laughs> setting bets on who's got the best traps. Well, and then he's just working with the, the dolls. He's got it all going on. You know, he's got the train. He's got. It's like the heck! I thought nobody's home. There's a party going on. It's just the way that's. I don't know. It, it sets the tone for the. House of Horrors. That's yep. what he just wants us to go back to the funhouse, <laughs> uh, you know, and having all the different traps. So I just really like that scene, even though it might come back in salty scenes. It really sets it up. I love it. I think it's it's just cool to see the ingenuity yeah, of a young Kevin McAllister uh, in trying to do that. So I wanted to stay away from chalk. I mean, I, I would say the only other nominee I didn't say is the. It's the first time yeah. he's doing the aftershave. He's putting it on the, you know, the spray on deodorant <laughs> under the arms. Uh, and I absolutely love that version of White Christmas. And I, I do absolutely. Remember, do you remember in high school we would constantly do it because I would always try and do the. Um, Dreaming, butter, butter. It would be like you and Chuck doing that. Butter, butter, boom. I'm pretty sure we got teachers. That was a classic movement. Teachers would get sick. We would do it like you and Chuck were on one side of the room. I'm on the other side of the room, and we're sitting here like it's in the middle of like a lecture or notes or whatever it is. And I'd probably write a kid up for it nowadays. (laughs) But I'm just sitting there minding my own business, and from across the room, I hear a butter, butter. Boop, boop. Yeah. And then it's a, oh, like my ears perk up, and then like you hear a, another mutter, mutter, <laughs> boop, boop. And you see the teacher like wondering what's going on. Like and the then, newsmen assemble yeah, call. It and is. Just, oh, and then all of a Christmas. <laughs> you hear, it's like you kind of wonder what they're doing, and it's not super loud. And then you hear a Dave. I'm dreaming of a what? A young Bing uh, Crosby yeah, over yeah. there. Mutter, mutter. <laughs> uh, it's like then you got to the point. I I, I think it might have been. Uh, gosh. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the teacher. But as soon as they'd hear a ba-doo, ba like, oh, no, no that's, right, enough. that's enough. That's enough. There's not going to be any white Christmases around here. <laughs> uh, so definitely my favorite scene, though, is still that party scene that you get it. All right. Jimmy Rebhorn and I Don't Care, named after our Dr. Bob from Meet the Parents. It was a big shot. Uh, this is your actor. Not super well known, but you know, is is a that guy. It's not who you're giving your top performance to. Well, it could be sometimes. I mean, Doctor Bob almost stole the show for that one. So right. it's it's one of our favorites. You know, we we've given it to some of the other you know lower like Billy Zane got it for Tombstone. Uh, you know, other spots. Billy Bob Thornton also got it for Tombstone. So Wes, who got your Jimmy <sighs> Reb horn? So. I was really trying to on my uh, on my last watch this. I was really trying to see if I could pick out a you know a good reb horn for this. And my God, there's a lot to choose from in this one. I narrowed it down to two guys here, and my Jimmy Reb Horn winner 
is going to be Mr. Ken Hudson Campbell. What? You, what? you may you may wonder. It's well, he is the Santa in this. Oh, well. He, he done. put out, put yeah. out your little paw here. Nobody comes to see Sand doesn't get something. Get a little couple of tic tacs. Well, Ken Hudson Campbell, you may remember him. He was in Armageddon. He was the sorry I barfed in your helmet guy as they're coming oh, off. Oh yeah, they're coming off the. Uh, I don't want to say airplane, the spaceship. He's in Groundhog Day. He runs into Bill Murray in the hallway. Here for the Groundhog? Oh yeah. Runs into him there. So. Oh my God! What a that guy. He was in. He had a cup of coffee and down Periscope as Buckman. So I can't quite remember him there, but that was on his uh, IMDb here. Can't so I'm going to throw it out the there for all you down Periscope Kelsey Grammer fans. But uh, Ken Hudson Campbell from Armageddon, Groundhog Day, and the Santa and Home Alone, Dave. Oh, beautiful, beautiful pick. It's the. I don't want you to spoil our dinner. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> right. oh, it's so good. Yeah, you gave Santa a Christmas or a ticket on Christmas Eve. Yeah, what's what's that? A, what does he say? A, like a you gonna tow the Easter Bunny or something like that? And then it's the the gruff way that he says like, "Well, I know how this works. I know you're not the real Santa, uh, but I also know what well, makes you say that." As he's like blowing yeah. the smoke away, the the beard is down. And he hurries up and puts the beard up. Uh, yeah. That's what it is. What, what's next? Rabies shots for the Easter Bunny? Yeah, yeah. oh, that's great. It is very very good. I. Uh, I think I'm. Uh, we gave Billy Bob Thornton, yep, a Jim Rebhorn, Oscar-winning actor, not a small guy. Uh, so, but in that movie, he was a that guy. Uh, we've given it to other big name actors. My James Rebhorn is become a don't forget the popcorn staple the last few weeks. I had to go with the Candy Man. The Candy Man, John Candy, because it. it's not a huge role. No, it's not a huge role. As a matter of fact, he was only filmed for one day, and he did it for free as a favor for John Hughes. Uh, that was a Netflix tidbit on yep. that one. Uh, uh, you know the movies that made us tidbit. Uh, I was between John Candy. I almost gave it. You said you were between two. Yep. Was it uh, Larry Hankins? Larry Hankins, yeah, yeah. from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, <laughs> uh, the the taxi driver there. It's the donut that falls so perfectly on that it was phone. Kramer and. Uh, the Seinfeld, Seinfeld within Seinfeld. Yes, yes. So I, I still had to give it to the Candyman because he's so great in it. You and write that donut, hey. This I'm. I know I'm going to steal another uh, tidbit from you. Is that Rose <laughs> panicked on line one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Right. Giving it back. So pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Uh, but the Candyman. This could be stealing another tidbit. I can't believe he improvised all those lines. Polka, 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 right. polka, polka, twist. You know, he's, uh, you know, whatever is that, Darmeju Polka. It's, uh, <laughs> you polka. You know, yeah. uh, and we have a big following. Yeah. <laughs> the Kenosha Kickers. Uh, he's just so good in it. I love, I love Candy's role in it. I love that he did it as a favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted a big name actor. The movie was already way over budget. John Hughes pulling in the favors, gets him to come in for a day of shooting. It's a long day of I shooting. said one day. Yeah. John Candy gave him 23 hours. Yeah, 23 <laughs> hour days, like getting very disgruntled at the end. But I had to give him my rep horn. I know that's kind of cheap. I probably should have Larry. I'm glad you did. But I'm he's glad my you he's did. my big guy. So well, here look, it I is. Can, it's gonna be nice when you when you the year in review of Reb Horn. Yeah, and then John oh. Candy's on that list. There it is. We're gonna put that greatest hits it, together, right? Uh, which I, I, we're gonna try and do it. I don't want to promise the greatest hits. You might get a bonus. Uh, episode as we're off on break. We'll see. I don't want to say I'm going to do it and then I run out of time and not do it. Right. But, but try and splice something together for all those kernels out there. I'll but hold you to that. 
Let's get to the Silver Tuna Award. I mean, it definitely You're fits. Right? This is uh, oh, best it's performance. A big award for this because an this... impossible yeah. award. I mean, it's do you go chalk? Do you go a Macaulay Culkin? Do you go a Joe Pesci? Do you go a Daniel Stern or do you go a one of our supporting Can characters? I get a special shout out to Catherine O'Hara in this. That, she's uh, not going to win could... the Silver Tuna Award. Why? But <laughs> I mean, she's not going to win it for me. But my God, she was yeah. perfect in this. And just like what you said there, pick up. Just those little, she she gives off the frustrations of a mother yeah. perfectly in this, and so I felt like I needed to give Catherine O'Hare a little shout out uh, there. W- agreed, she is perfect in this movie. Absolutely love her. Who'd you go with? Well, put me down for the Beatles, Dave, because I went with Danny Stern. Daniel How's that Stern. The Beatles. You could have went with uh, Macaulay. I guess I would Macaulay say. would have been more Beatles. Who'd okay, Joe. Daniel Stern. For me, and this, honestly, I didn't even have to write down another name. He has always been my favorite performance in this movie. His physical comedy yeah. and and all the little you know booby traps and stuff that he goes through the house is so perfect. And you almost wonder if it like when they did they look at Pesci and like ah, you know what? I don't want to ask if we can smash this guy's face with an iron. Dan, Dan, can we get you to stand under the iron here? You know, it just yeah. They put him in these situations that. The slipping on the ice at the bottom of the something so simple he makes hilarious. Yeah. Oh. It's so Daniel Stern for me is a runaway silver tuna award winner. I, I think it's a well, well I said. I can't wait to hear where you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, this was the hardest award for me to pick because I mean, Macaulay Culkin is so good. I mean, he is that kid actor. Um, and I, it's so hard, and I know it's hard because there's not a lot of other kids, and there's not a lot of other kid actors that you could go with, um, or even think about. Like when you're trying to replace it, it's almost impossible. So I just don't know. Ah, I, you're there, but at the same token, like he's not a super strong actor. The kid's nine years old. I mean, he's an amazing child actor. There's no doubt about it. But I think he's so great because of everybody that plays off of him. Yeah. And then you got Joe Pesci, who's great, and, and Daniel Stern for all the reasons that you gave. And then Catherine O'Hara. I, I mean, I absolutely love, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, I, I love, you know, John Hurd John as Hurd, the dad. Yeah, yep. And, you know, there's so many others, even some of the other kids. I mean, Buzz is so great in the little bit that he's in it. When I... Fell back I on it. Let you stay in here if you were growing oh, on my ass. <laughs> and then the girls always love the girls. Like, oh, you said a bad word. I'm like, yeah, don't say that. It's, it's buzz. It's like, <laughs> do they have nude beaches? Not in not in December. Uh, like whatever. Yeah. It's just it's the classic buzz. Always looking at those random things uh, and trying to to do all of those different parts of it. So at the end of the day, though, I had to go with my gut. I had to go. With the guy that, I mean, I just, most of the lines that I said, most of the things that I go on, my Silver Tuna Award, Uncle Frank. Wow! Uncle Frank is my Silver Tuna. And here's why, because he, like you said it, he's such a jerk. Like, he has all those lines that I absolutely love. uh, and, And it's just so many funny things that come up. And, and come out of it. I Jenny just, the microwave Frank. Well, it is. Just, like, here's, like, think of all the nuances that Uncle Frank has in this movie. And all the, the look what you did, you little jerk, put it in your purse, put it in your purse. He's so cheap. 
look at all the other little things that he does. He when they're in Paris, attention, attention, yep. and he's coming out with the shrimp, and you hear the person say. Frank, those are supposed to be for later. Yeah. And Frank <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't care at all. Frank gives zero care about it. He, well, you are right. He stands out significantly in this movie. And not, and I know this isn't a Home Alone 2 pod, oh. but he carries that mo- same momentum. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you almost say he probably has the most memorable, one of the more oh, memorable. Oh, you're <laughs> cooking now, yeah, Frankie. Right. Uh, absolutely <laughs> is. Yeah. You better get out of here. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what he says because I haven't seen it in a little bit. You, you nosy little pervert. Yeah, that's right. Because it's... <laughs> Tim Curry. Oh, that's absolutely perfect. Yes. So, ah, uh, oh, good choice there, Davey. Good choice. I love that you threw Uncle Frank in there. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I know there was better performances. Man, I wish me, I would have gave it. To, it had the guts to go with Catherine O'Hare. But that's why he would have been my Rebhorn. But I wanted John Candy there, and that's why. Yeah. I, that's why I had to go with him there. So that's. For me, why I put Uncle Frank in there. I think that's the right choice because I don't know if I'd put um, Uncle Frank in the Rebhorn category, mainly because I. Where else would you see him from? Uh, Actually, his IMDb is pretty good. Really? He's in the Bodyguard. He's in in the Bodyguard. Costner? Costner. Nice. Okay. Costner. I mean, it's, you want an Uncle Frank? You want to go down there, Rebel? Let's a, go down there, Rebel. You did there, a Rebel. deep dive of Uncle Frank. I did. I'm with did. you. What you do we got? Runaway Jury. Uh, other movies. You got to go oh, back yeah, to the I 90s. Oh, yeah. about the Runaway Jury. He's in Superstar. I he really, was Father did John. Did you like Runaway Jury? I did. So thought did it was okay, great. That was uh, Pete Cusack. Cusack had a great five-year yep. run there. Uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. He was in that one. I was a, a, a big fan of that. Lorenzo's Oil. But hold on. He had a 14-year stint on Law & Order. Did he really? So oh, geez, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm not a big Law & Order guy, so there's people that have probably watched the concert reruns on TNT. Just upset with us. Uh, <laughs> just furious. Like, oh, he's on Law & Order. Pink Cadillac. Uh, you know, Missed that one. Yeah, me too. I don't know. It's <laughs> cocktail. Soap right now is ticked out. We forgot. Oh, he's a tourist in cocktail. So he's a that guy. Especially yeah, he was on 14 okay. years Way to that. justify the pick there. I like it. So, but I mean... He hasn't worked since 2015. That was the last uh, last work for Uncle Frank. He must have retired. Uh, you know, just that's for me. I, I had to go with the best performance yep, with Uncle Frank. I, like I know it. it's a bit of a stretch. No, but, no. Uh, tidbits or salty scenes. What do you want to go with first? As a uh, as a little tip of the cap to Home Alone. I got no salt with it here, Dave. Oh, I couldn't okay, find good. any salt. The macaroni and cheese was one, but, but I'm that's like, a funny. Yeah, the bell rung. You had to spring into action. I have, I have just a couple of things of salt because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be stupid. Like I'm not gonna be like, really, he set up his house of horrors in one hour, and truthfully, he didn't even have plans. He just made the plans. Uh, come oh with, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like the timeline, <laughs> he was able to set that up in an hour. Like I mean, that's would it really? Would you really fall down stepping on those cars? I mean, he just made a. He tied up a rope from his treehouse to the. I mean, that that alone. I mean, is you? I've seen you hang up Christmas lights, and it's a two week process. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's. I can't imagine setting up an iron to hit somebody, and and I, I guess the other salt. But could those be, houses flood like that too. If you leave the water on, I always wonder. Yeah, oh that. yeah, that one would. If you, I mean, if because you it was on. It was on for what two days. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely it would. We just actually had our school had a urinal that was overflowing. It was flooding the locker room. No uh, kidding. It, the flush wouldn't stop on it. It, it was wet bandits written on yeah, the wall. Was, I, you know, lost yeah. it. <laughs> I would have given the tip of the cap on that one. Um, but th- that would have been that would be my other salt of if you really deep dive, and I never would like because it's just so stupid. It, 
you can't take the premise of this. Mm-hmm. How did Kevin know exactly where they were going to be in the house? Like, to have the things, things build on each other. So, for instance, Kevin's taken a huge leap that... Uh, you know, Marv's shoes are going to be taken off because he's trying to climb up yes. through the basement, and then he could just step on the balls with the shoes. Like, yeah. Eh, yeah, what we're if, fine. <laughs> what if Harry? What if Harry came in? Yeah, Harry stepping on the bulbs. But I don't want to do that because no. it's, it ruins it. And it would be more hilarious with whatever it would be. My biggest salt. My biggest uh, I just salt. Pictured Marv when he steps yeah. on the nail and does the fall yeah. back. <laughs> uh, my my biggest salt though is just how disappointed I am. In whatever this is a suburb of Chicago, that police department needs to be put on review. Oh. It needs to be put on file. Tell what? them to count their kids. That that part. I mean, come on. You get a call. You're not even gonna. You're just gonna pound on the door. It looks secure. The lights are on. You. T- I mean, so you do that. But that's not even the worst of it. The worst of it is. Hi, my name is Mervyn Murphy, and I live at this address. There's a robbery in place. He calls the cops from his house to go to the next house. There's a good 10 minutes in that response time. What type of response time are we yeah. getting out of the police? I mean, I realize it's Christmas Eve, but you're saying a robbery's going no, on no, at my no, house? It's Christmas Eve. They, they should be freed up. There's not a ton of crimes on Christmas so, Eve. So Kevin has time. going to fact check me here. Ke- Kevin, Kevin calls the cops, runs out, runs to the basement, runs up the basement, gets put on that hook, you know, but you know the old salty McGee is hitting him with a shovel. You got time for Kevin to get back to the house, get nice and tucked in, to then see the cops coming into the house. Boy, that is a good point. You're talking a good 10, 15 minutes in this suburb for the cops in response the suburbs. Time? Yeah. In the the the, I, I'm sorry. That is that's my big assault, and it's not even anything wrong with the movie. I'm just I want this police yep. department brought up under review. I want to know what's happening, and there's some heads that need to roll uh, because of what's happening there. I agree. You got this frantic lady that's being, you know, passed back and forth between these two offices. Same address. They finally send somebody out there. He kind of buzz it when nobody answers the door. It's like, what do you think this this lady calling from Paris is full of crap? Like she sent you over there for a reason. <laughs> and yeah, even the I people agree. on the phone don't say, hey, panicked on one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even the cops didn't see Oh, hello that, so. again, ma'am. So that's my only salts, and those are just minor quibbles. Yep. It's because I've seen it a hundred times, and that's not even a problem I have with the movie. Like, it takes zero enjoyment away. I'm just angry at that police department. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, a little, little disappointed. We, we would need a new police commissioner yeah. in that village. <laughs> All right, uh, tidbits. Tidbits. Let me throw a few at you here, Davey. So uh, some common tidbits. 12 weekends, it was at number one. Isn't that nuts? That is incredible. It's, it's, twelve that, three, weeks, three months, twelve, three months, twelve three weeks. months. <laughs> twelve weeks. This movie is at number one. We never see anything like that anymore. The the closest oh. that we've seen in our like older adult life was Avatar. Avatar had a heck of a run that was like nine or ten weeks, I believe, Just at number one. That too. Yeah, it it holds up all right. Pretty it's good. not bad. Yeah. But like, even think of Avengers Endgame, a movie that you would think would be in there forever. Three or four weeks is all it's at number yeah. one because the next big movie the is coming out to knock it out. Like, just to see that movie that just captures out. people where you're seeing it week in and week out and where you're going back going to see a back movie to see it. so many times. I almost, I, I wish I would have, I'd love to see the list of, uh, like, released movies, all 12 of those weeks. Like, are, are, 
you know, are you beating out cookie cutters? Are you are you beating out bummy movies? Well, no, or we got was, we got some studs in it'd there. It'd be Rocky Five. That was the first. But what? <laughs> what do you mean, Tommy the Machine Gun? You don't know that going oh, into that. Are you true. kidding me? You're coming, You're coming off, off of Drago, which the was best huge. one. Okay. So they they thought they had no chance. They were hoping it would do okay That's right. against Rocky. That was from the movies that made us. So you're right. Yeah, you're that right. Looking really looking back at that, you're like week. yeah, Rocky Five, but it's coming off arguably not, you know, arguably yeah. the best Rocky, which people are love. So now that movie, they, uh, they essentially wrote out good. of the timeline. Yeah, I think exactly. So other tidbits. Another tidbit here. A couple guys were up for the Harry roll. Looks like they were in that. Uh, Scorsese, Scorsese feeling there because yeah. Bobby De Niro was up for the role, and then a Mr. John Lovitz. Kid, I love the idea, John Lovitz in there. I, I ride for John Lovitz. <laughs> He's losing his mind, <laughs> well, can, and I'm reaping all the benefits. Can you imagine Kevin pointing the gun like, uh, you know, through the little doggy door at De Niro? Is he talking to me? Is he talking? Is he pointing that gun at me? I think Is he De pointing Niro... that gun at me. I, I I don't think De Niro would have been good in this. I no. think he would have been too intense. He wasn't in his meet comedy, the parents yeah, comedy agreed. portion yet, so that would have been. A but tough even one. that, like you look at the type of comedy he's doing in Meet the Parents, is very different than what would have been required of him in Home Alone. And I think Pesci's perfect because Pesci is that over yep. the top, you know, crazy, angry, like can be. And he still made. I think Pesci still maintained his his toughness in oh, this, yeah, like absolutely. going through this. He didn't, I didn't think he sacrificed anything no, by doing no. this, at least the perception. I don't think so. So a couple more here for you. You mentioned that John Candy did this as a, as a favor for Hughes. The pizza boy actually made more money on this movie than John Candy. Yeah. He, that, I, that was crazy. I think that was a, one of, that was yeah. a Netflix tidbit. Doesn't that blow your mind? That's crazy. It's, so the, well, yeah, I don't know. The pizza guy was pretty was important. Pretty, pretty nice important. Nice tip. Nice tip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gus, Poca Poca Poca, inspired by those planes, trains, and automobile character. Love, love that, love that character in planes, trains, and automobiles so much. Brought that similar type of guy in to be Gus Polanski. The 1995 film Bushwhacked, a personal favorite of yours, Dave. Hey kids, it's Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Daniel Stern. This movie was originally intended to be a a Marv spinoff. Bushwhacked was? Bushwhacked was intended to be a Marv spinoff because, and oh I haven't God, seen Bushwhacked. He my mind. He's like an old convict. He comes, yep, this and is him. he's doing he's, a Boy Scout troop. Yep, and he's trying to get his name back, and they were going to have it be, this is Marv coming out of jail. That was the original plan for the script, and again, I haven't seen Bushwhacked. I don't know if there's little, if you can still see the bones of that in there. Oh, my God. But that was intended to be Why a spinoff. Why wasn't it? I'm kind of mad it wasn't. Right? That would have been amazing. <laughs> that's, it's, I think... Yeah, he was just getting out of jail or something. Yeah, like that. I loved Bushwhack. I need to go back and watch that movie. I'll see if that one holds yeah, up. Right. <laughs> and the I last one I'm going to throw at you, Johnny Hughes wrote the script in nine days. That is my nine days. A classic for forever. He wrote in nine days. Well, that, that's what they talk about. Is like John Hughes, and we'll talk much more about John Hughes next week. Uh-huh. But his writing ability is just uncanny. Like, he's just cranking out screen plays left and right. I mean, it's just, it's unreal. Uh, I can't even imagine that. I can't that imagine having that skill. Geez. So, oh, great well, tidbits, Actually, man. one more, one oh, more yeah. I'm going to throw you. I almost missed it. That, my favorite scene, the Daniel Stern scream. You yeah. just heard me attempt it. That screen was actually dubbed in. He stayed silent during that because that they didn't want to scare the spider. Got it. And... 
you know, contrary to popular belief, the poison was not extracted out of that spider. That was a live tarantula. Oh my so they God. had to dub in the uh, they had to dub in the screen so it wouldn't flip out and you know we don't get bushwhacked. Holy crap! Yeah, that's <laughs> probably a real scream. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would not like that one bit, which makes it great. And that's what, gosh dang it! And it's that's what you lose the a little bit. No, because think about like so much. Be if this a digital movie, spider. It was. If this movie was made today, think of even like the falling down the stairs would have been digitized. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been like a computer animated Marv falling down the stairs. Well, or, I forget what movie we did uh, a pod on where I was saying the dog. They had the dog out in the yard that took a crap, and they made that digitally. And John it cost Wick. him like yeah, it cost him whatever like millions out just to do the digital. Yeah, that. it was John Wick. Now John Hughes would have just been following him around for a while. Oh. All right, we got the shot. We got the shot. <laughs> he said shot for the record. Uh, all right, so let's get into the recast. Uh, a little note here. You just, just got caught it. That. Right. Uh, so we already said we recast Home Alone. Um, we recast it back in the back in the our third episode, our top five Christmas movies. So I want to give a rundown of that. Here's what we did: we did Kevin, we did Harry, we did Marv, and we did Kevin's mom. We said that was our top four. So just a recap: uh, I'm going to give you mine first. I went with with Noah Jupe, uh, who I think I've done in a couple. He's he's an up and coming uh, child actor. He was in Wonder. He's been in a uh, Quiet Place. So he's an up and coming child actor. Uh, my Harry, looking back, I'm still really pleased with this. Paul Giamatti, yeah, I yeah. think would be a great Harry. My Marv was Will Ferrell, uh, which I, I was very pleased with as well. And my my mom, I'm still pleased with this. I think she'd be great. Melissa McCarthy. Boy, I think she'd be cast. really good with that. And this is back in the day when you always snuck in an extra one. So you did the same four, and you threw in the dad, uh, unbeknownst to me. Oh, jerk. yeah. Uh, look what you did, you little jerk. Uh, so <laughs> give me your uh, cast thing. All right. Boy, it's crazy to go back yeah. and look at this. So uh, Kevin, I had Finn Wolfhard, the uh, <laughs> Stranger Things. You'd, Boy, he's been used a few times. Into, like, uh, you'd probably have to do that Irishman de-aging technology. Yeah, that actually. Ghostbusters trailer. So Harry, J.K. Simmons. Ooh, actually, I really like that choice. So J.K. Simmons for Harry. Marv, Steve Buscemi. Boy, I don't know here. I might not. I'm going to take Buscemi over Farrell. Yeah. Right? I don't think. Uh, Kevin's mom, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, that's Boy, a really we, good. We had some solid recasts. For our first ever yeah. recast, very pleased with it. Uh, we'll then, save your dad for when we actually yep. do it. So I'm going to ask this, though. Here's how we're, what we're going to do. We, we're do, giving you four more. Uh, we're giving you John Candy's character. We're giving you Salty McGee, the old man that uh, salted. I don't even remember. Yeah, I just have Salty Old Guy now. Yep, Salty. Okay. salty. Uh, Uncle Frank. And then Kevin's dad. So I'm asking us to save Kevin's dad for last. I got a little surprise for you. So that's that's what we're looking at for our recast. Did you have Buzz on there at all? I did have Buzz with question mark because I knew you were going to do that. Ah, I, couldn't find no. I couldn't find anybody. I couldn't <laughs> find anybody. I wasn't able to place it. I couldn't find that medium. Like who's going to get under your skin? I had no good Buzz. I got nothing. You got? Did you find somebody? Oh yeah. Uh, I can't wait to throw that in. Well, you might as well first, because I don't have a buzz. All right. Well, I'm going to kick it off with buzz then. And I went a different, <laughs> different route. I went with Rebel Wilson as to play buzz. <laughs> so Kevin's sister, because yeah. you're going to have that little attitude. You're going <laughs> to What a great. So that's... How great. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even think outside yeah. the box like that. Because now, you know what? I got a buzz. 
I'm gonna go with Beanie Feldman from Booksmart. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the the, the Booksmart. <laughs> yeah. You just showed me the notes. You had it written down. Well, you gave me Rebel Wilson. That's perfect. I'm gonna jump on yep. your bandwagon and the sister because Beanie Feldman would be great. Perfect. They both exactly Beanie Feldman and uh, Rebel Wilson. You're gonna have those that little yeah. snarkiness. They're gonna have that ad. Oh, yeah, I dig it. All right, let's go with John Candy, Gus Polanski. Who did you go for in this one? This is a tough one. A very tough one. Kevin James again? <laughs> right? Just, just going to keep going with Kevin James. Well, I went. I kept uh, the John theme going. I needed I needed the, I needed the. a jollier John guy. Ham? So we're going to have to go back into a sitcom dance. We're going to have to ask him to put on a little weight. Because Dan Connor's coming in the door. And John Goodman oh. is going to play John Candy. Well done. The role of Gus Polanski. <laughs> hey, 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 Goodman, we're going to have to get you to be fat again. John, we really need you to put back on the weight. Put back those uh, those Bud Lights. We're going to need you on the Bud Heavies now. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that would be great. I could see him being so warm. Mm -hmm. You need somebody nice. So here we go. I'm going complete opposite. Yeah. I'm going. I, I'm thinking if I'm remaking Home Alone, I'm going cash grab. I need to monetize this. I need a remake. So I'm going to need a soundtrack. I'm going to need somebody that's going to make a title song because those songs, I want something that's going to be on the radio, a new twist on a song. So I'm going to need somebody with some musical chops. Chubby Checker? Twist? Yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll put it right next to Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Uh, I'm going random here. I want somebody that's going to play a great sounding instrument in the... I went so random. John Mayer. I went with John oh, Mayer because wow. John Mayer is really funny. Yeah. I've never seen him on different things. And I'm having John Mayer... Redo Run Run Rudolph as they're running through the you know yep. uh, Run Run Rudolph Santa's got to make it run, down run, yeah <laughs> but you look at John Mayer's got the guitar chops so now your it's body not... is a Christmas wonderland <laughs> <laughs> I would also would accept your body is a winter wonderland ah, yeah. uh, so ah. uh, you're so close it was really good um, so that's where I think John Mayer would be great for the soundtrack. He, he's not playing that little clarinet, yeah. like trying to have, you know, he's trying to just play the guitar in the van. I know it's a stretch. I know it's not the jovial guy, but John Mayer's a good guy. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Not an actor that you know. Let's throw him in there. Yeah, I dig it. And I'm putting him on the soundtrack. Oh, I like so the choice of Mayer. that's kind of why I went there. This is my favorite. My, my next two are my favorite. Yeah. So let's go Salty McGee. Okay, Salty McGee. I went with Donald Sutherland as my Salty McGee. You got that grizzled guy. Really? I, need, I need the wisdom. Yeah. I need the wisdom. You know him from Italian job. We're gonna put from him so there. Many other we're gonna we're gonna put him in there with a nice salt bucket. He's gonna walk and he's gonna salt the streets. Give me like Don. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's my requirements for uh, you. Ask the casting director. What do we need? I need somebody who can walk <laughs> and can he shovel salt? All right. All right. So Don Sutherland. Give me Sullivan. Sullivan. No Lieutenant Dan apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I like that you went that. I need somebody that's intimidating. Okay. Somebody that's gruff, somebody that's gonna be when you look at them can give you that scowl. I went with Clint Eastwood. Get <laughs> off my salt. Uh, you know it's all that. Think of that. You think of Clint Eastwood dropping that, dropping that hand down on that countertop, and then he looks up at Clint Eastwood. Make my day. Uh, whatever he says, that do you feel lucky? What well, do you, Kev? Uh, yeah. Whatever it would be, I just I think Clint Eastwood would be an oh, awesome salty McGee. Yeah, I, I think I like especially to get off my older, salt. Yeah, it's, 
you know, it's it's good. I, I just I could see him being warm at the end, embracing his uh, former son. You know, and I could see him just whacking the crap out of Joe Pesci and Mar- uh, you know Daniel Stern with a shovel. So oh, that's why I went with. Uh, I think Clint Eastwood would be one heck of a salty McGee. Back to back it here. You want me to go back to back? Give me your Uncle Frank. I want full disclosure. Before I went back, before I went back and listened to our pod to see what it was for recast, because I couldn't remember. I knew I think, I I thought I had Will Ferrell in there somewhere. I don't remember your recast for the life of me. I made my recast first because I wanted it fresh. My Uncle Frank is J.K. Simmons. Oh, because yeah. bald, and you think yep. of like just how great. I think of J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. I think of how great of a jerk he could be. He's got that voice. Can you imagine J.K. Simmons delivering the "Look what you did, you little yeah. jerk"? <laughs> uh, you know, in the J.K. Simmons tone, and just the. I could see him being this cheap guy, and J.K. is such a good that guy. Even though he's an Oscar winner now, uh, he's been in he, so much. Uh, I would love. J.K. Simmons as my uncle Frank, and we'd be we'd be honored to have him. We would uh, be honored to have him. So I, I know agree. you put him down, and honestly, I think he would be a phenomenal Harry as well I in your like movie. Him in this role a little bit more, yeah. yeah. As an uncle Frank, that's that's my uncle Frank. I'm really excited for your uncle Frank. Well, I'm going to give you who I I, I crossed out just crossed beforehand. For some reason. I had Sean Connery down here. I didn't go with him. I didn't Wait, go with him. You, you, you recasted Sean Connery put, for some yeah. What was it? Put it in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> you, your Sean Connery got a lot better last time. We, it was Meet the Parents. Oh, because that's you were doing right. it as Bane. We thought it was Bane when you were doing the... Bane or Connery? Yeah, oh, man. Oh, so I did go Connery, but I wanted to get some Connery in. Horrible. Just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show the the colonels out that I've been working on my yeah. Connery for oh, future uh, as an uncle future Frank, pods. That would be. <laughs> oh, you think cheese peaches? You're yeah. at. <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> Who I went with though is a uh, Bobby Duvall. I went with Robert Duvall as your uncle Gosh, Frank. Dang it! I love that. He's got that that little. He's got that sarcasm. Yeah. That little grizzly salt. ass salt. If you remember him from Four Christmases, is the. Uh, is the kind of character I pulled from that uh, when thinking of him for this Uncle Frank role. So, yeah, give me Bobby Duvall, uh, your way, my way. <laughs> I, it's very good. It's a great pick with that. I really love, when you combine it with our old cast, we've put together yeah. a massive budget on this. I bet. But we're going to get a massive budget. You just said this is spent 12 you know, weeks at number one. I'm just assuming Netflix remade, has given us the Martin Scorsese treatment. We, are, we got a blank check. Yeah. Oh, and it would if for a, a Home Alone remake. I think we are getting a blank check if that's the case. Here's the tough one. What do you have? Oh, you already had it. That's why you had probably had to go there. So what did you you ended up uh, for your dad? I think it's a perfect pick. Well, I've actually. Uh, you you got re- me a new dad. We've been recast. <laughs> so do you want to give your original yeah, dad so ori- we know where you're at? So the, the original uh, on the original pod, I cast Ty Burrell as, yeah. uh, as Kevin's dad. Unbeknownst to me, but notes to you, I didn't realize that I had that. So I recasted Kevin's dad. Ty Burrell? And I went with Mr. Patrick Dempsey as... McDreamy? McDreamy. We're bringing him out. He's being Kevin's dad. That long flowing hair, you yeah. can see him running, oh, yeah. running through the airport, the trench coat. 
Yep, give me give me Dempsey. Get the sex appeal in there, get too. Right. Get the ladies, get the ladies in there. Get, oh, yeah, that's not bad. That's a good pick. It's a good it's a pick. Good. Who'd you got? All right. I struggled on this one, but we said money grab, right? Yeah. Money grab, money grab, money grab. <laughs> uh, you know, going for that money grab. I, I got my soundtrack there. If I'm remaking it, like, what, what's going to get people to go to the theaters? What's going to get people to want to see this movie again? A Zac movie Efron? that they love so much. He'd be good, wouldn't he? Right. He would be good. He's not my pick. <laughs> what's going to make people... And here's the thing. Kevin's dad, as great as John Hurd's in, isn't in the movie that much, right? No. Not in the movie that much. Not, not a huge character. So this isn't going to have to be a huge part. My Kevin's dad is Macaulay Culkin. I'm bringing him back. What a nice full circle. Wow. Wouldn't it be fun to that's have the him, remake there? That's have this it be is the his remake. Family. It's a wink. There's probably something where uh, he finds out that he left Kevin in the ah! yeah, I, like puts the hands <laughs> up to the face. I tried to slap myself hard. Sorry, I have my cheeks hurt now. Tried to hopefully it picked up on the mic. There's gonna be a little wink and nod through my whole remake, but I think Ooh, it'd be I so much like fun that. to have Macaulay Calkin be Noah Jupe's dad, uh, or whatever random <laughs> child actor that we're going to come Noah up with. Jupe. And if Macaulay's like, I'm not doing it, I'm just going to throw in Kieran Culkin and call it a day, or Rory Culkin. We'll go down we'll the Rolodex of Culkins here. <laughs> Give me a lesser Culkin. Uh, you know, even though the, the Kieran Culkin's on fire with that HBO show, he's uh, Succession is oh, supposed I to be really popular. That. So uh, I, I really, I, I don't know. Is the Culkin that was in the last Scream? No, that was Rory. Jeez. Get my Culkins Need mixed a up. Culkin flashcards. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think there's only three, but uh, maybe there's a girl Culkin in there yeah, somewhere. See? Uh, but I think it'd be fun. I think for my remake. Oh, I do like that because it would really make sense, especially when you, uh, if you're pitching this movie. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin returns with his family, and then, geez, with this what cast. Full, fun full circle for his. Uh, career, yeah. Too. I just think it'd be fun. See, I think in that world, I could see uh, like old Buzz actually being the playing the salt guy. That. Why <laughs> right? not? Why not? Or have Uncle Frank. Right. Uncle Aww. Frank can still be Uncle Frank. Whatever we have. So there we go. That's Love what it. I have. Cast, uh, that, that's my recast. So uh, recap of the recast. My my John K- or my Buzz <laughs> at the Buzz at the buzzer. Buzz at the buzzer uh, was Beanie Feldman. Beanie Beanie Buzz but at the buzzer. <laughs> uh, my. <laughs> My John Candy, John Mayer, uh, my Salty McGee, the old guy, Clint Eastwood, my Uncle Frank, J.K. Simmons, and full circle, Kevin's dad, Macaulay Culkin himself. Man, nicely done. So my buzz, Rebel Wilson, uh, the John Candy, Mr. Polka himself, John Goodman, Salty Old Guy, Donald Sutherland, my Uncle Frank, not Sean Connery, but Robert Duvall. <laughs> and Kevin's dad, McDreamy for the sex appeal, Patrick I like Dempsey. I like it. Good recast there. What a fun breakdown. Yeah. What a good couple of weeks it's been. I mean, it just worked out this way that we looked at these John Hughes. So that's what we're going to do next week. We're going to bring you that Hughes top five. We're going to bring you our top five in 2019. That. Can't wait to catch up on some of those old yeah. Hughes, too. Yeah. What uh, Closing thoughts as we finish up here? Well... I know you said you you kick off your Christmas movie season yeah. with this. This is my... So I like that we have it at bookends because oh, this is what Christmas leads Eve. me into it. I kick it off with Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So Good call. Different ends yeah. of the spectrum I like there. it. But this Home Alone's the one that always I finish it off with. The period at the end of the sentence, if you will. That's amazing because we are yin and yang right now. My Christmas Eve, I'm wrapping presents. 
Christmas Vacation yep. is the movie that I have on. So it's that is my capper. Yep. So it's just funny how we have the different bookends on it and, and looking at that. But speaking of looking at things, I'm looking down. The bucket is empty. We'll be back next week with the Hughes Top 5, the Top 5 of 2019. And we look forward to seeing everybody next week. Bye.